This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Welcome to Lee Link here with Basha and Tiana on Joy 94.9. Coming to you live from Melbourne tonight, give us an SMS on 0427JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. And hell, why not? If you want to call and leave us a message, you can do that too on 1300JOY949. Hi, Basha. Hello, Tiana. Glad you have all the numbers and all Ooh, the ways of contacting us. Seriously, you can even throw a paper plane at the window if you want. <laughs> It'll probably get to us too. <laughs> it, it may. It is a little bit chilly out there tonight, isn't it? A little bit. We went straight from summer to winter. I feel like we've been cheated from autumn somehow yeah it's just too cold oh well it is melbourne you <laughs> what know. have we got lined up on the show tonight for our lovely listeners well tonight we're going to have a chat with dr sarah burrows and she's going to talk to us about the doc list doc list mm. and also the australian lesbian medical association mm. so yes we'll get some lovely information about that we're going to be chock full of information we hopefully will be Sorry, you said chalk and I was thinking of chocolate. Uh, sorry. God, you're weird. I know. All right. Uh, um, what else have we got? <laughs> 20 things lesbians are tired of hearing. Okay. All right. It's, it's inspired by something that happened to me on the, on the weekend. I so love it when things happen to you on the weekend. Mm, I know. And then it, it leads into a topic. Mm. Funny that, yeah. isn't it? Yes, it's good. And, and like possibly, it. possibly if we get time and we, can, we don't ramble too long, we're going to compare being in your early 20s to being in your late 20s. Mm, I'm smack, back in, smack bang in the middle at the moment, so it's a little bit weird. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I, I can give you a highlight of what will happen if we get to that. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. And of course, our events listing. Yes, well, that's important. We do it is. That. We do, do that every week. Yes. <laughs> now, you've got some lovely info to share with our listeners. Yes, I was a very busy bumblebee on the weekend and I, I uploaded... Busy bumblebee? I know, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I uh, uploaded all our, uh, all our <laughs> podcasts onto the website. So if you go to joy.com.au and you Joy.org.au? Yeah, it would be true, this yes. This is why I do the numbers and the addresses. I know, because I just did that automatically. You did. Hmm. Sorry, I'll send you to the right website. Joy.org.au. Yes, see. <laughs> You can uh, find our link to our program page right now on the right-hand side of the webpage when you are on the homepage, of course. Go over there and, as Basha was saying, you can find all of our podcasts and you can also link up with us on social media, which we love it when you like us. Yes, and all the podcasts have lovely photos and they even have links to like articles we were talking about or, or to people and things like that. So just go in and have a play. I, I spent a lot of time on it and I'm very happy it's all Aww. done and now I have freedom again. Look at you. <laughs> I know. Gushy McGush. But the new the new Joy website is really cool. Gushy, gushy McGush. Yeah, don't worry. Just move yeah. on. You're having a go at me at the bumblebee comment. <laughs> well, you just surpassed me. <laughs> we're on fire today. The awkward mm. lines are coming out already. I, like I know. It. No, well, this is really exciting that you've put all the podcasts up there. And yes, you have worked very hard. And I'm very thankful that you've worked so hard. You made it really pretty. Yes, and the, and the New Joy website is just great because it just allows us to do a lot of things like put photos and with the podcast and put links which is very important because we were never able to do that. So now you can oh. actually know what we were talking about. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, yeah, because a lot of the time it just sounds like we're rambling on about nothing that interesting. 
No, never. Us? <laughs> no, we always have something interesting to ramble on about. We do try to keep you entertained. It's uh, it's the reason why we're here. <laughs> yes, we hope so. All right, well, look, send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. Go and check out the webpage, joy.org.au. It's actually pretty cool. You're with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Laylink, and you're on Joy. And welcome back to Laylink. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. We are pretty lucky tonight, aren't we, B? We are. We're going to be joined with a very special guest who is the coordinator of the Australian Lesbian Medical Association. And I'm, I'm thinking the creator of DocList, but we'll find that out in a moment. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Sarah Burrows. Hello. Hi. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you going? We're good. How's the weather where you are? Well, I'm in Adelaide at the moment and I'm actually moving back to Melbourne, which has always been my home in three weeks. So oh. I'm very, very excited about that. Well, welcome back for three weeks from now. Thank you. <laughs> now, Sarah, tell us a little bit about you and about your involvement with DocList. Sure. And I will say I'm not the coordinator of the Australian Lesbian Medical Association. Yeah, I thought I she got that wrong. Yeah, I'm certainly <laughs> the coordinator of Alma's DocList project. Right. So, yeah, I got... Well, I joined Alma about 14 years ago. Alma's 15 years old this year, which is pretty exciting. And, yeah, about five years ago at one of our conferences, a few of us got talking and saying there really should be a list of doctors and other health professionals that are recommended by lesbian and bisexual women because we realised that we were frequently getting asked through emails and you know phone calls of recommendations for doctors for example, if a lesbian woman moved to a new area or needed a particular kind of specialist or wanted some counselling, then they would often ask us, oh, you know, who can you recommend that's going to be sensitive to my needs as a lesbian and, you know, pretty guaranteed not to discriminate against me and that sort of thing. So we realised we should create a list and I put my hand up and many, probably thousands of hours work later, we have doc list at the size and scope that it is today. So it actually started off as a Victorian project, like a pilot, and that was in 2009. And then the next year we decided to make it national. And we now have over 100 health professionals listed across Australia. And actually 53 of those are in Victoria. So Victoria's doing pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's pretty handy for the lesbian, bisexual women of Australia because, I mean, I know how I feel when I just go to my normal doctor down the road and I have to say to her, oh, you know, I'm not feeling very well and she goes, when was the last time you had an STD check? And I go, well, uh, I'm in a committed relationship. And she goes, oh, but you never know when your fella messes around. And I'm like, I'm Uh, with a woman and I highly doubt she's messing around. (laughs) It's always awkward. I've had that myself that doctors have said, you know, asked about my boyfriend. And when I've said, I don't have a boyfriend, they've then assumed, well, I'm not sexually active and that I never have been. And these sort of assumptions can happen. So, in fact, we know that around 50% of lesbians haven't told their GP that they are lesbian. So that can actually mean that important health issues are missed or maybe appropriate supports not provided to that woman or maybe her partner if there's some serious health issue going on. So, yeah, that's something that we're hoping to change a little bit with DocList of providing a list of GPs and other health professionals that women can feel really comfortable being out to and 
being their whole self and so, not withholding information. Sarah, a little bit about you, because you are a doctor, Sarah Burrows, I aren't you? I am. Yes, I am. What so, are you a doctor of? Well, I'm a GP and I currently work in Aboriginal health and oh. I've been doing that for the last eight years, both in Victoria and South Australia. But I'm actually about to start working in youth mental health, which will be really interesting for 12 to 25 year olds over in Melbourne. So I'm looking forward to that, something different. Yeah, well, that'll yeah. be very different for you. That'll be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and you did say you are moving back to Melbourne in three weeks. So exactly. are we going to see you out and about? <laughs> You may well see me at some midsummer events handing out my dogless postcards. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, do try and get out to community events, yeah, promote the project. Oh, that'll be good. Now, yeah. I've seen that you've actually added mental health professionals to the list. Yes, we did that last year. For many years, women have actually recommended their psychologist or psychiatrist or, you know, counsellor. And... Yeah, for a little while we thought, oh, we better not take that on. We've got a lot of work to do as it is. And then we realised, no, this is really important to women as they're telling us that, you know, these are people that they feel comfortable with um, and that it's important for them to have lesbian-friendly mental health professionals, then we really should include it. And we also know that, unfortunately, lesbian and bisexual women are more likely to have the most common types of mental health problems like depression and anxiety. And a lot of that relates to the stress that we experience being in a minority and sometimes experiencing homophobia and discrimination. And also another very unfortunate fact is that lesbian and bi women are actually about twice as likely to have experienced abuse in their life, whether that's physical or sexual or emotional abuse. So, And often people who have been through abuse really can benefit from some counselling, some mental health support. So we thought that Doclist really should include those type of health professionals. So uh, just just uh, to go back, you, you did briefly mention ALMA, the Australian Lesbian Medical Association. Yeah. So what exactly does ALMA do apart from the amazing brainchild of Doclist? Yeah, so ALMA has two main purposes. The first one is to support lesbian medical students and lesbian doctors. Medicine is quite a conservative field as you would probably know mm -hmm. so often medical students are not out and are really fearful of the consequences of being out I certainly was I was absolutely terrified and I didn't come out until I'd finished university and yeah so we support those medical students and also doctors doing training courses like particularly if they're doing something like surgery they may not feel comfortable being out and they might need a bit of support from the group so that's one thing their other aim is to improve the health of lesbian and bisexual women in Australia and so some of the things that we do is we actually run a health research grant basically called the Lesbian and Bisexual Women's Health and Education Research Grant, that's a long name, and we run that about every two years and, and we've sometimes partnered with other organisations to provide that, so that's, yeah, there's been quite a lot of research projects in lesbian health done over the last probably 10 years through that. And the, another really exciting thing that we do is we are trying to get consultative status with the ECOSOC part of the United Nations. Oh, Please don't ask me what ECOSOC stands for, I forget. But anyway. I really wanted to know. I was like, oh, ECOSOC. Did it you say sock? Like, yeah, it sounds like sock. So it sounds like I some sort of, you know. It is for economic, and then I'm stuck. This is very bad. Okay. It's, anyway, it's so economic socks. Yeah, that's what I thought. Economic socks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. They'll be rainbow and they'll yeah, be beautiful. That's right. 
So if we can achieve this consultative status, it means that ALMA would be asked to comment on lesbian health when it's being discussed in international forums, such as, you know, international women's health conferences and those sort of things. So we're, members of our group have been working on that for many years, probably six, seven, eight years, and it's been really slow and we keep getting sort of knocked back, but we keep fighting and hopefully in the next couple of years we might achieve that. And the other thing we do is we have an annual conference that's for lesbian doctors and medical students and that's particularly helpful for the medical students who we provide some financial support to help them attend. Is there an after party for the conference? (laughs) And can we go? (laughs) (laughs) We definitely can't go, Vasha, but other people could. (laughs) If you go out with a doctor, then you can come because we're very inclusive of the partners of the lesbian medical students. Is that a PhD doctor as well or is that just (laughs) medical doctors? No, just a medical doctor. Uh (laughs) Sometimes we call PhD doctors real doctors. Yeah, I know. I've heard that too. (laughs) We do have a mighty fine party on a Saturday night of our conference every year, but yes, you have to go to medical school or go out with a doctor or medical student and then you can get in. It's all worth it. Believe me, no. All right. I have to put that on the bucket list. (laughs) Now, now where can we find this list? Can you tell us the website? Not the bucket list, the doc list. The doc list, yes. (laughs) The doc list (laughs) is doclist, so D-O-C-L-I-S-T dot com dot A-U. So that's our website. Okay, and how can our listeners help contribute to this list? So I'm glad you asked that. The best way is probably to go to the website and look at our contribute page. It gives you some email addresses. So the Victorian email address I can tell you now is vic at doclist.com.au and we ask women to email us with the name of the health professional that they're recommending and at this stage it is doctors and mental health professionals as well as their perhaps their clinic name, clinic address, phone number of the clinic, what type of health professional they are and a little bit about why they're recommending them and particularly you know why they've been good for you to see as a lesbian or bisexual woman. That's the start of the process. And then we actually approach the health professional by mail usually and ask them, tell them a bit about the project and ask them if they agree to be on the list. And some of them don't get back to us because they're probably very busy or maybe our email or letter is buried at the bottom of a pile of papers. But quite a lot do get back to us and most of them that get back to us do agree to go on the list. Occasionally some say that they don't want to go on the list. For example, if they aren't taking new patients or actually one doctor said that she'd recently been stalked and didn't want her name on any public places. So we've had lots of different reasons that people haven't wanted to be on the list. And so this is how you plan on expanding the list, is that...? Yeah, it's through the recommendations. Mm -hmm. Um, So sometimes people say to us, oh, you should get more doctors in the ACT or Western Australia. And Well, I can't create that because it's a resource from the community for the community, which we love that, but does depend on each local community getting motivated to to create the list in their area. Yeah. Can you so tell us a little bit, because, I mean, yeah. I, I was told that you were launching DocList in New Zealand in, in January 2013. Did that go ahead on time, or how, how is that going? It did. I haven't actually looked up the New Zealand page really recently, but I know there's a couple of doctors on the list at least so far, and there may be more in the last few weeks. So quite a few 
members of ALMA actually live and work in New Zealand, but they, they fly over for our conferences and a couple of those said that they would actually like to start New Zealand Docklist. So we've provided a bit of support to them and given mm. them some room on our website to get them started. Now with these doctors, do they receive any training or information to help them better understand our medical issues? Yeah, so firstly I would say that in medical school there is some teaching on gay and lesbian and bisexual and transgender health. It's probably not a lot of hours. I can't really comment on medical school now. When I went to medical school, maybe we had about six to ten hours over the six-year course in those areas, which is probably not that much. And then in, I did GP training, so again, we probably had a few hours GLBT health training. But we actually send out emails with links to a whole lot of resources and sometimes making a point of any sort of new information that's relevant in lesbian and bi women's health to all of the health professionals that are on DocList and we also let them know that they can come back to us and ask us questions if they're uncertain about any particular areas. So yeah, that's the main way that we've been trying to keep people's knowledge up to date. Yeah, because the reason I ask is, like what you were saying before, like myself, I was in a hospital situation and being asked medical questions by a doctor. I'd say she was probably 25 and, you know, she asked me if I'm in a relationship. I said yes. Then she said, oh, sexually active. I said, well, we're in a relationship, so in that relationship, yes. And then she said, oh, you want, you know, birth control? I said no. And she looked at me and went, oh, are you planning on having children? And I went, no. And then she looked at me very confused and she couldn't figure it out. And I sat there and I thought, you know what, I'm not going to give her any answers. I'm going to let her see if she comes to the conclusion herself. And she asked me very bizarre questions and finally I I looked at her and I decided to put her out of her misery because I thought this is ridiculous (laughs) and I smiled at her and said I'm a lesbian and she went oh oh okay and then she just sat there quietly for a while and I said yeah "Yeah, so it means I save a lot on birth control and (laughs) I just tried to lighten the the, the mood and and she just didn't know what to do with that information And so that's why I ask, because when you come out to your doctor, it can be quite awkward because they don't know what that, you know, they have these preconceived ideas of what it is we do or that we don't need this kind of medical treatment because we don't do anything or whatever. And yeah, so please make a resource, (laughs) please send it to them. That's true. And in fact, there is a fantastic new resource that came out last year, which is a brochure that has been sent, I believe, to all GPs in Australia called Sensitive Care for Lesbian and Bisexual Women in Australia. I think it's called something like that. It's Mm. by a very well-known doctor in Melbourne, Dr. Ruth McNair, if you've heard of her. And yeah, so that, yeah, specifically trains doctors in, know, which sexually transmitted infections are more common in lesbian women and which are very rare and yeah lots of facts about mental health and all sorts of other health information so yeah and and what you described I guess is often called heterosexism like the assumption that everyone is heterosexual and that's pretty unpleasant I know from personal experience to to have someone assume that you're a sexuality that you're not (laughs) and it really does lead to really silly things being said in the consult. It's making me remember I went to a a bulk bill centre out in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne one day and I I was there just for a bit of a checkup, see how things were going and I of course as it is with bulk centres you sort of you just see whoever's available whenever they are and there was a a man doctor that I went in and saw and he said oh okay so how you feeling oh you know a little bit down lately and he was like oh okay and he's like you know do you have a husband for support and I'm like Oh, no, girlfriend. And he went, 
you have both? <laughs> you have both? Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I have a girlfriend and a husband. And he was like, oh, no wonder you're stressed. You get no sleep. Oh, oh no. I was like, this is too good. I can't set him straight now because the story is built up. He's jealous because oh. he's stuck in, like, this one-woman marriage and I'm making mm. up this whole big story about, like, this polyamorous love affair. It's beautiful. Well, yeah, so all sorts of... Things can go wrong, I guess, yeah. when these assumptions are made. And yeah, so I guess Stocklist is about a list of um, health professionals that we think are not very likely to make the wrong assumptions about the, the uh, patients that go to them. They're, you know, more likely to say, "Do you have a partner?" and "Is that partner male or female?" and and even if you say that you're a lesbian or heterosexual, you know, we are actually trained to not assume. That who you may be having sex with as well or, or in the past and those sort of things. So, mm. yeah, and that, so that's sort of, in a way, a bit of a negative angle on Doclist, like, well, we don't want discrimination and we don't want these wrong assumptions being made, so, you know, hopefully these doctors won't make those mistakes. But then there's the really positive angle of a lot of these doctors have a huge amount of experience in lesbian and bisexual women's health. A lot of the doctors and mental health professionals on the list are actually lesbian themselves. We haven't marked out who is and who isn't, but a lot of them are and probably do have specialist knowledge about things like how lesbians can get pregnant and create their family or which health problems are more common in lesbian and bi women and they might be specifically mm. looking out for those problems. All right, well, just quickly, if you head to doclist.com.au, there's a doclist survey, which only takes about five minutes, I've been told, That's right. on the screen now. So you can give doclist some feedback. Go and check out the list. It is that would be uh, great. quite extensive. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah, for coming in. Well, not really coming in, but coming on, I guess you yeah, could say. Calling yeah, us or... calling us, yeah. <laughs> um, Thank and... you so much for having me. No problem. It's, uh, it's been very good to learn about Doclist, and we hope we can have you back in the future to talk a bit more about it. Thanks so much. All righty. Bye bye. Okay, bye. Welcome back to Lee Link here with Basha and Tiana on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. You can also visit the joy.org.au website right now. Link up with us on social media because we like it when you like us. Yes, now we've had a few messages. So John's written that he's really enjoying the show and that he loves us. So there we go. Thank you, John. Is that John from Hawthorne? No, that's another John. No, this Nick from Hawthorne Nick is from telling Hawthorne. us he's having a good evening. So I'm Nick guessing he's Hawthorne. over the man flu. Yeah, we wanted to know if you were over the man flu. So let us know. We hope that you're healthy now and somebody bought you chicken soup. And, and John's saying that he's that he's that we're making him laugh with all our stories. You know that these are painful stories about us going to doctors and having to reveal our sexuality. No, no, it's all right. Just we, think about the stories we can't tell on the radio. Exactly. <laughs> They're a hell of a lot better. Mm. Now, of course, we did just have a fantastic interview with Dr. Sarah Burrows about doctors. She's with the Australian Lesbian Medical Association, ALMA for short, which is really cute. And as we were saying goodbye, Sarah did mention to us that if anyone has any recommendations of amazing doctors that they have visited, whether they be dentists or or psychiatrists or whatever, to jump onto doclist.com.au right now and there is a contact us button and if you click on that, it has a nice little screen which comes up and it explains to you that you can email to whatever region you are living in. So, for example, if you're in Victoria, it is vic, V-I-C, at doc. 
Yes, and you get to just answer a few questions as to why you're recommending the doctor, what kind of a doctor they are or medical professional, and, of course, what it is that you know that you made you feel so comfortable with them. And it's very, very important that we all contribute to this list because... As we know ourselves, sometimes going to the doctor can be a little bit awkward. And if we have a doctor that's more understanding and has a bit of knowledge about what we're going through, then hopefully they can help us. You know what's really interesting, right, is one of my... What, okay, we're getting a bit personal here. <laughs> first time, and if you're a guy, you might want to tune out. First time I went to the gynecologist, right? <laughs> now, I want to know, what is good gyneco- gynecologist etiquette? Like... What do you, do you mean? Well, I mean, it, you know, it's normally you're going to have to have a shower. Everybody has a shower every day. That's fine. But what about, like, maintenance? <laughs> well, I had an interesting conversation with my auntie when I was in Poland, and she happened to be going to the gynecologist, and she'd gone after work. And I looked at her and went, oh, okay. And she goes, oh, don't worry. They have this little, you know, they have the little shower thing in there. So we always oh. give each other. So that, you know, they give each other. Can you say, no, sorry, wrong thing. <laughs> wrong story, Basha. <laughs> wrong story. Uh, she said, does they always go in there and make sure that they're nice and clean and that before they go in to see the gynecologist, oh. just as a courtesy for them as well, because, you know... Yeah. But no, we didn't discuss trimming and, and personal maintenance and, you know. It's interesting though, isn't it? It's like, well, you know. What, do they have to have a whipper snipper got, on her well, What if call you're a or, female and you've got a male gynecologist? Like, you know. I've actually always gone to male gynecologists. Really? Yes. I find that they're a little bit more, and you know, gynecologists that they could be <laughs> telling me off, but I find that they're a little bit more sensitive and they don't hurt you as much during an exam. Right. Because they don't actually know what they can. Like, they don't have They're that. very gentle. Yes. Right. And they're very, they're very you know, they're very polite and nice and everything, and it's okay. Whereas the, the female doctors, I've been to a few, and it's like, no. No? Not, not in Australia, though. These were in Europe. But, you know, they were a bit painful. So I thought, no, no, I'll just stick with the, the male doctors. They're very good. Oh, okay. So there you go. Well, there you go. A tip from Barsha, male gynecologist all the way. <laughs> uh, I do remember back in the um, late 90s there being like a, a late night comedy show on TV and they had like dream male gynecologist and it was like some heartthrobby dude or something and all the women would like line up in their best. And anyway, I've got another funny story about a woman and cleaning up her daughter's glitter and anyway, she decorated. Well, Nick is um, over the man flu, so there you go. Oh, thank you, Nick. That's so good. we're glad you're all healthy. That's good. Then. Maybe if, like, Nick, you have had the man flu or the lady flu, you can jump onto doclist.com.au and find yourself a gay-friendly doctor. Yeah. Okay. That was my spiel. All right, good. Go for it. I'm glad we spieled. Mm. Send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email at onair at joy.org.au. Now, Miss B? Yes. We are <laughs> going to be talking about 20 things lesbians are tired of hearing. We are, very shortly. Yes. You're with Vasha and Tian. This is our show, Lee Link on Joy, and we're getting off topic. You're listening to the Sapphic Sisterhood, Basha and Tian. Lay Link on Joy 94.9. Welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tian, and we are on Joy 94.9. Send us a text on 0427-JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. We want to hear your weird gynecologist story because, let's face it, they're funny. Yeah, I'm just getting messages from a lot of men, so it's okay. <laughs> well, that's okay. Like, if you've got a, a weird penis-related story, that not too weird, calm down, calm me farm. It's not hide and seek. <laughs> Put it away. <laughs> uh, no, but if you've got one, like you went to the doctor and, and you know, it's just weird and, you know, what do you do, though? Like, do you... Yeah, I'm sure it's awkward for, for you, you like... know, gay men to actually say to a doctor, yes, I'm gay, you know? It's probably just as awkward for them as it is for us. I don't want, I don't want to know about that. Like, do you... 
Do you, <laughs> don't go Even there. say it. Do you dress up your parts if you're going to the doctor for that specific region? That's what I know. And I don't mean like costumes because that's awkward. <laughs> what I mean is Can like... I put you on know, a little hat and a tie. No. <laughs> Oh, gosh. It got weird, didn't it, people? Sorry. I just couldn't help myself. No, what what I mean is, like, you know, do you shave or do you, I don't know, like, trim or... I'm just nosy. I want to know. Why do you, you you know... Well, you know, I give it a little bit of a... A trim, but, you know... Tidy it up down there. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to leave it all, like, hairy McClary or anything. (laughs) But you don't put like little jazzles or something on. I do not. I do not vajazzle my vajazz. No, I do not. If you don't know what vajazzling is and you're over the age of 18, I highly recommend that you Google it. It's worth a look. Now, uh, this, of course, has come from a conversation where we spoke to Dr. Sarah Burrows about Doclist. Go to doclist.com.au right now and you can... Read the list. Now, something I wanted to talk about was, you know, something, you know, things that lesbians are tired of hearing because I went out on the weekend and it was a, a mixed event. So there was a lot of people everywhere and I was standing there and all of a sudden I heard this guy walk up to this girl, very straight guy, and he said to her, so what percentage are you gay? Like, are you fully gay or are you a percentage gay or what part of you is gay? And I had to walk away laughing because I thought, what what does one answer to that question? <laughs> you know, from the waist down, I'm a lesbian. Or, you know, <laughs> yes, I am. But I just didn't know how one would answer that question. And I just had to laugh because I thought that's such a straight male thing to say in in those sort of environments not that all straight men are like that but some men are like that that they just forget the fact that you know that you can't ask bisexual women those kind of questions it's it's kind of like if somebody asked me that question i'd be like well i'm 96 percent gay the other four percent is like just held on the side for ridiculously attractive male characters in movies only Okay. Yeah. All right, that was good. I was wondering where you were going to go with that. God knows. It could go anywhere at this point. But anyway, so I found this funny list online. Do you want to look at the list? Sure. You know, point number one is you don't look gay. <laughs> want to have a threesome? Mm. <laughs> Which one of you is the guy? This, this is funny because in, in case you've missed it because of our rambling, we're talking about weird things that guys say to lesbians that are completely inappropriate. At number four, you probably just couldn't find a man. Now, that really irritates me because, yes, in my heyday, before I admitted to myself that I was a lesbian, I found lots of men. Lots and lots of men. Overflowing with men. There was plenty of them. Yeah, I, I found them too, but just, just don't do it for me. No, so, you know, anyway. there's no love there. There's no love. I love women. I don't love men, except for my brother, but that's like brother and sister love. So it's not like what's yeah, no, no, on no. before that. But anyway, weird. so I found this really good <laughs> clip from a comedian. I think her name's Mae Martin. Right. And she says that she, she frequently has exchanges with her straight male friends and they ask her, oh, you're a lesbian, that's awesome. But in your relationship with your girlfriend, which one of you is the man? Fair enough question, you know, we all get asked that. And then she says to them, okay, so it's like saying, no, but which one of you represents the man, you know? And if you're going to a vegetarian, which part of the salad represents the pork chop? No? No. No. Why do you always butcher jokes when you read them I don't them know. Out loud? I don't know what happened. It basically, was basically what she's saying to her straight male friend, he's going, no, but which one of you represents the man? And she's like, well, it's like saying to a vegetarian, which part of the salad represents the pork chop? Or which vegetable wears the strap on is what they're asking. Yeah, see. I just, it's just I, it went there. when it you went, read it out loud. I know. Loud. It, it sounded good in my head and it just didn't work out. So I apologise. <laughs> 
I'm normally good at telling. No, I'm actually not good at telling jokes. Uh, Let's go back to our list. If, if you want it to actually be funny, you can find it on buzzfeed.com. It's 20 things lesbians are tired of hearing. It's like a little picture. It's really cute. It'll it'll be linked onto our, our web page oh, when really? I put up the podcast. Really? It will. Oh, so, yeah, yes. on joy.org.au. Mm. <laughs> okay, what's number 11? Are you going to hit on me? So that's what another girl would ask you. That's not number 11. No, we're at number five. Oh, where geez. are you? Well, I don't know what happened there, but that's pretty funny, isn't it? I'm just worried that if I'm friends with you, people will think I'm gay. Now, that's a bit mean. I'll pray for you. I'll pray. Now, that's funny. <laughs> Thank keep you. Keep praying. Just keep on praying. <laughs> Why do you hate guys? <laughs> Why? Lesbians all dress alike. That's completely false. It's, it's just that we true. have amazing style, and amazing style is something that's... I know. You know. <clears throat> anyway. Maybe you just haven't mm, the right guy yet. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it. I was not going to say that. <laughs> You're naughty. Oh, can uh, I watch? No. How will you raise a family? Well, I think That's we'll sort have of a insulting. House and we'll live in it and we'll give them lots of love and attention. And feed and them and, we'll, and, yeah, read well, yeah, them stories and love and attention and things, is and, you know, kind yeah, of... Uh, I know, feeding but, is under you know. the umbrella of that. You're probably just doing it to get attention from men. No, that was Katy Perry. <laughs> How do lesbians have sex? See, this one I actually like explaining to straight men <laughs> because it, it's, it's, you know, every lesbian has sex a different way. I mean, yeah, sure, there's some general ways that everybody goes about it, but at the end of the day, what sex means to you and what you mean to your partner, like that whole vibe that you... Am I making any sense? Yeah, I get you. Okay, I just yeah. don't go... I just don't enter that conversation because I just go, you know what... I'm not the internet. Go and, go and buy a book or something. <laughs> Watch porn and then no, take away all the fakery. There yeah. is nothing left. <laughs> I'm into women. I guess that makes me a lesbian too. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that would no, be so No, guys. No, no. no. When, when straight men say that, no. Just irritating. Really irritating. Wait, so how does scissoring work? <laughs> <laughs> you get two pairs of scissors. Uh, anyway. 18, you're gay, but you're so pretty. Why, thank you. I'm mm. still gay. <laughs> Does it even really count as real sex? Yes, definitely. Mm. Why do you think you want to watch so much? Number 20, insert anything here. Really, people just feel compelled to say anything to you. Remember, a day without lesbians is a day without sunshine. Yes. Was that I, sort of wrapping it up? Or? Yeah, I added that in just for the hell of it. That's, oh, <laughs> you read it too. <laughs> you're so lovely, aren't you? Oh, that's a, a day without lesbians is a day without sunshine. It's very true. Lovely, lovely. I love what you've done with it. All right. <laughs> Do go to joy.org.au right now and find our program page. You can link up with us on Facebook where all of the Melbourne events that I've just said and their Facebook event links are actually on our page right now. So like our page, get events. Pretty simple. It is. Happens every Wednesday. Which is a nice thing to happen every Wednesday. Because that's a lot of things to do do on the weekend. It is. We're going to keep our listeners busy. It is quite. Yes. Anyway, so (laughs) uh, uh, just a little bit of a summary for you. Mm. We were talking to Dr. Sarah Burrows from the Australian Lesbian Medical Association. About Doclist? About Doclist. And I, I do still have Doclist on the screen right here. And as I was saying, if you do know any doctors or dentists or anything, and uh, they've medical been absolutely... Professionals, medical called. professionals. And they've been absolutely fantastic when you've told them that you're gay and you want to highly recommend them because they haven't been discriminatory or anything like that. Get on to doclist.com.au and Adam. Email. Yeah. 
email them directly. And Share them because a yeah. lot of women out there don't feel comfortable telling their doctor about their own sexuality. A lot of people out there don't share it and they may not go to doctors regularly and get checkups because they just don't feel that that element of, of care is there. And if we have more doctors on this list, then we'll have more places to go and more women will get checked out and more women, not that way, but, you know, checked <laughs> up. Well, maybe. <laughs> and they will get the medical attention that they need and possibly avoid issues in the future. And, you know, it's, it's another thing that's really important to remember is that, you know, your doctor, they have a duty of care of you and they have to be confidential. They're not going to go telling people that you're gay. So if you're in the closet, you're too scared to come out to every single person you know, book in to see your happy, queer, friendly doctor and say to them, I have to tell someone, I have to confide in somebody. And that can be the first person you come out to. There's no harm in that. No, you're right, because they'll keep it to themselves and then, you know... Legally, they, will... they have to. Exactly. <laughs> and they will they will give you the, the medical attention and the things that you need. Yeah. Yep. And then and when you can, ask for certain things, they, can, they won't give you weird looks. Exactly. And, you know, they can teach you about safe sex because, yes, even though you're in a same-sex relationship, you still have to practice safe sex. You can't yes. go floozying about all over town and not thinking you're going to pick up an STD because it does happen, people. And you still happen. need to get tested as well. You STDs. do. Everybody should get regularly tested, especially ladies with a vagin. Yes, if you're in a non-committed relationship and, and you're... If you're in any relationship, yes. it doesn't hurt to go and get tested. Do you know that the pretty much the same test that they do for STDs can also pick up cervical cancer? Well, there you go. I did not know that. Yeah, it picks up abnormalities. And when they find those abnormalities during just random screening, mm. they can go, oh, okay, we found something a bit weird. Let's have a look at that. And that's very good because early detection is the key. Early detection is the key. And I love that you said that. Oh, uh, no. I know. <sighs> And that is the end of our show. That is the end of our show. We've blabbed, haven't we? God, we I good. know. <laughs> we shared way too much on the radio. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Okay, mm, that's sorry, Dad. I hope my dad doesn't listen to this one. I know. Look, if you want to send us a last-minute text, please do so on 0427JOY949 or an email at onair at joy.org.au. You can send us a message after Leilink Hours at our Facebook page or at leilink at live.com.au. That's our personal website. That's all I got for you. That's it. So you've been listening to Bashantia and Leilink on Joy 94.9. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.